Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Yeah! Ba-da-da-da-da. Ba-da-da-da-da. Do 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 do, bing da da ding, da 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 da. Battle Duran, what's up, man? Wow, um, what a greeting! <laughs> I, was waiting for you to, I was waiting for you just to keep on going with that flow. All right. What okay. I like to do, Beto, is I like to go the first three. Then once I get past the first three of playing the air bass, that's when I hit the drums. You see what I'm saying? No. No, you don't. <laughs> I really Actually, don't. I have no idea what I'm talking about, dude. The Sedano let you do that? Yeah, he kind of he's kind of gotten into it now. No, he isn't. Yeah, no, it's true. He has. He's gotten into it. And in fact, Beto, you'll find this interesting. Yesterday, Clinton Yates joined me. He did. Well, Clinton's cool, man. Clinton's cool. He's got a vibe. Mm-hmm. I'm all about Mr. Yates right now. His uh, Twitter says baseball fan. B e i s b o l. Yeah, you want to try it? No. Come on, it's fun. here. Come on, it's Friday afternoon, dude. Come on, Friday. Uh, you got to know what you are, and uh, I am not a bam, 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 bam guy. So. <laughs> you like, are you know, a bam, 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 bam guy. No, like when friends like uh, try to rap or whatever, like yeah. back in the day, like, no, I ain't doing that. You got to know what you are, and, uh, you know, like Mason with his Stay growl. in your lane. Yeah, Mason does his growl. I'm not going to growl. That's his deal. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not going to go bam, whatever you just did right now. But if you want to play some air accordion like Ramon Ayala, I'll do that for you, bro. Okay. See, that would be a nice balance is what I think would be really yeah. great. What's up, Cap? I'm all excited, man. I know. Me too. I'm happy to have you here today, man. How's things going? I was good. I was down in your hood of San Diego, uh, all the 619, the 858 this week. And then I, I saw a Charger sign. I got excited for you because, you know, you and the Chargers are like one and one. So oh, I was yeah. like, heck yeah. I was like... Catman told me that there were no more Chargers out here. Nobody cares about them. I'm like, hmm, I see a big old Chargers logo and a sticker in Chula Vista, man. I did see you send a uh, a tweet, and it, I, as I recall, there was a Chargers logo and a Raiders logo, right? Yeah, of course, because Raiders logo is worldwide. It's a brand. Yeah. It's a national. The Raiders don't need a city to be home because their fans are everywhere. So, yeah, it was cool. So you're going to see that no matter what. You can go any city in, in the world or in the, in the country, and you're going to see a, a Raider fan going, Raiders for you, man. Now, yeah. what happened? What had you down in uh, in what I like to call you? So you call it San Diego. I actually call it South L.A., okay? Stop it. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> man, stop. People people will say to me, they'll go like this. They go, yo, you're barely you in San Diego, man. You're North County. So stop. Right. P- people say to me, they go, yo, where, where, where are you from, man? I go, uh, L.A. They say, oh, really? What part of L.A.? I go, deep South L.A. They go, South L.A.? Like, what part? I'm like, San Diego? Like, oh. No. I didn't. Michael's I didn't. Uh, more San Diego. My, Michael, where he lives, that's San Diego. Might as well be down, way down there. But no, I was uh, in Chula Vista, or Chula Vista, however you want to say it. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, got, I'm working the Ryan Garcia fight next Saturday. Golden Boys put on a show in San Antonio. So he trains in San Diego, and uh, he had a media workout. So I was hosting the media workout for Ryan Garcia in Chula Vista. Then my boy, Asa SoCal, was like, hey, I'll go with you. So we hit up uh, 3rd Avenue in Chula Vista. I've never been there before. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool spot. A bunch of different uh, uh, breweries down there. I'm a big craft beer guy. So went down there. I had the, the, 
the foods on wild beer, pisto beer. So it was it was pretty cool at this one brewery. So it was cool. It was a good setup, a good afternoon. Then I would hit up uh, some mariscos afterwards because we got done at four. So there's no way I'm driving back. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know we had you hit some mariscos, some micheladas. We had a good time. It was a good Tuesday, man. Then I saw that sticker and I'm like, heck yeah, let me tweet cap and troll him a little bit. You did, you know, man. I love that. I know you do. You know, I'm I'm like the number one Charger hater. I am the card carrying president and founder of the Charger Hater Club. And you're the and, only one. Well, no, I've, I've actually got about 500 of these cards out on the streets because people will see me and they'll go, yo, you got one of those cards? So I'll take one out because I usually carry a bunch with me. I'll take one out and then I'll hand it to them. I'll go, but you have to sign it right now and then you have to put it in your wallet. And so then Nobody that's has exactly... a wallet, man. Who has a wallet? Well, you don't have a wallet? No. Well, how do you carry, like, you know, either cash, cards, Who driver's license? Who carries cash? Nobody. No okay. one. I don't. Nobody well, how has about? Cards. How about cards? You carry any cards? I uh, so I actually have a little thing on my uh, phone where I can put two cards in them. So I have my debit card and my my license, and that's it. But I I never carry a wallet. Like there's no need. All the information is all digital now, man. So you do a lot of paying by your phone? Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. I haven't gotten there yet. I mean, I'm set up. I'm set up for it. Dude. Just to be clear, super millennial, really cool. I say things like lit. You know, like so I'm I'm cool like that. <laughs> But I, I really, I still kind of carry a wallet. Not like the kind of wallet that goes in my back pocket. Yeah, you're Costanza. Though. It's okay, though. You know no, 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 no. I'm not that. I'm not that. Okay. I know what that means, and I'm not that. Like, okay. Costanza had the big, giant wallet yeah. that you sit on. Uh-huh. I haven't sat on a wallet or carried a wallet in my back pocket in easily 20 years. But I do carry, like, one of those little wallets that you can put in your front pocket where you've got, like... Okay, like a like, little couple... Couple cards and that's all you need. Yeah, well, yeah, but I, I still am carrying way too much stuff. Hey man, I figure you the way you are, the way you roll, one black card. That's all you need, Cap. Yeah, I do need one black card. Although you know what, in my wallet, you know, I was in Mexico um, last weekend, the weekend before, and I still have five hundred pesos in my wallet, which is weird because I went to the ATM and I tried to take out five hundred dollars, but it put out 500 pesos which is i think like maybe 25 bucks or so you're using the atm in mexico and you wanted dollars this was not smart of me better <laughs> i mean um, uh sorry yeah <laughs> like, well well <laughs> this was not smart of me where was, were you what were you doing in mexico at your uh, other house uh, i wish i i was going down i i actually flew out of tijuana and i was flying to loreto mexico Oh, yeah, so you went I, back to your other house you have over there. I Believe me, I wish that were the case. You're there all the time, that little well, village? The, yeah, Loreto, Mexico. I, I wish, yeah, I've been there, this is uh, two times in the last year because yeah, my last girlfriend. last time we worked, you were on that in that same spot. Yeah, it's a great spot, dude. It is a great, did you see any of my social media? No, I, mean, I don't follow you. Oh, really? No. Oh, that's too bad because you missed I, I all only, the- I follow your Twitter because that's like good, but your Instagram is a little, oof. Doesn't look good? <laughs> uh, it, it's, um. <laughs> what does that mean? His Instagram yeah, is a little too much. What do you mean? True. Uh, it's it's you put a lot out there, Cap. I don't need to know that much about your life. Now, like your Twitter's good because I, I like your professionalism, your work, and you give me tweets, your thoughts. Like uh, the Twitter is like I tell. Don't be offended. I tell my friends all this time. Like I don't need to know everything about your life because if I did, I'd ask you. But it's just like I just don't need. Like I have a lot of friends whose wives get mad at me because I don't follow them, mm-hmm. and they'll say, "Well, you follow him, but not me." I'm like, "Yeah, because he's my friend." Oh, that's You're lame. Not. They should not be mad. Oh, they are. But then they also tell him, "Like, well, I don't want to follow you because I don't want to know both sides of the story." Like, I like, <laughs> like, 
like he's over there telling me how much you guys got issues and you're over there oh i love my husband this and saw that i'm like well what's the truth you know so but for me i am the ultimate stick my head in the sand the less i know i don't want the better for me like ask my siblings they're like bethel what happened i don't know i don't know i am great and i don't know you, you want me to be a witness nope because i don't know i asked the question though did you see my social media and i don't know why but there's this sort of weird expectation that everybody saw what you put on social media. And I think the only reason is, is because like I'll run into somebody that I haven't seen in a while. I go, Hey, I just saw your trip. You were down inside. That's really cool, man. Hey, I look. So like, I feel like we're all kind of communicating or keeping up with each other on social media, but I feel like I do a very poor job on Instagram better. The last thing I posted was last week when the Foo Fighters drummer died. Taylor Hawkins. I put out a video of, of having seen him. Yeah, I'm looking at your Instagram right now. But then, oh, you but, follow me. I, I, I almost feel bad. but Don't feel bad, but, but look at, the, look at my, my Orca video from last week that everybody around here said was Photoshopped. I think the, the picture. Yeah. It's, uh, all right, I'll leave that alone. You don't, wait, you think, <laughs> you think, you think it, does it look Photoshopped to you? Uh, I mean, you also posted you getting an IV for your birthday and, you know. Like hair plants and other stuff like that. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, on occasion, you know, I might take in some intravenous vitamins. That's all. Yeah, it's a, that's cool. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm going to leave the whale Photoshop alone, man. You are. You're going to leave the Photoshop <laughs> I mean, alone. I want to huh? get called back to work, and if I if I get you mad, then you ain't going to want to work with me. So. Oh, nonsense, man. I work with you anytime. Yeah, let's go, Cap. This Come on, fun, for man. real, dude. Yeah, I don't, but I had a couple of people yesterday tell me who I was working with. I said, Cap, like, all right, cool. That should be good because you guys go back and forth. That's good. <laughs> well, what's going on, man? Are you uh, are everything cool with you? You know, usually you tell me you're working like 10 jobs. I'm very jealous, by the way, of all of your boxing coverage. Because I love the sport of boxing. Oh, yeah? I do, dude, not I, just because Canelo's your friend. Don't even say that. Because I asked him. Not friend. Best friend. What? Did you ask Canelo or me and him best friends? I said, e el Scott? And he said, oh, oh, es Scott. Es Scott. Yeah. You had to ask Canelo because we, we kind of keep it like that, like where we're just BFFs. You know? So if you would have said to Canelo, are you and Scott Bay F-A-F-A, then he would have been like, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> first he would have said who and then you would then he yeah. would have said oh yeah nah, it's sure. cool i mean yeah the boxing is a lot of fun I, like i said i got a fight next week for ryan garcia in san antonio golden boys putting on that show so i work a lot of the club shows here in southern california so it's a lot of fun man it's uh something i got into about seven years ago helps pay the bills it's cool and it's uh it's it's always interesting because boxers there are so many characters and there's the only sport where you can actually show up while these guys are working out. They're going to talk to you. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like yeah. when you cover the football, especially college football, it's like, okay, well, you get to see them uh, kicking field goals. All right, cool. Or basketball, Laker practice, you get to see them shooting free throws. Boxers, you can actually be there while they're sparring, and you can talk to them in the middle of it. So it's like a whole different culture of the way they do things. And, like, the boxing media is just, hey, you want to have Kaplan Box YouTube page? Boom. Now you're covering every fight you want, man. Simple as that. Yeah, I love the sport. I do, and I'm just I, I've been following you. So for like the fact that you don't follow me, yeah, it's a little painful. Hurts a little bit because I follow you, man. All right, I am well, following I put up you. Good stuff, man. Yeah, I don't. That's what I'm saying. I'm not doing a good job on Instagram. I am not consistently posting on Instagram. That's another um, thing. You got to give me value. Why should I follow you? Like, what kind of content are you giving me? Because Captain, you have an interesting life, man. You do, do a bunch of different shows. You work all over the place. You're doing stuff. So you want to give people the behind the scenes of what they're doing. You know, people want to live vicariously through you because they are working the regular nine to five job. You've been great at creating 
a brand and a business for yourself over the years from when you got out of pit to, hey, you've never had to really work at, per se, right? Where the, the nine to five that you look at a spreadsheet. I don't even know how to use Excel, man, because I just know how to talk. <laughs> and I, and I, I say that proudly. Annoying. And, yeah. and it's like, but we've worked hard and grinded to get where we're at so we can do this. Um, and that's what I, I want to see more cap. I want to see a tour of the cap studios that you have, wherever they may be. I want to see what's going on, not just cap with your shirt off. I don't need that, man. Yeah. Take right. me behind the scenes t- because what do we do in radio? What do we do with podcasts? What do we do with TV? We help people escape their life. That's why we love sports is the chance to escape from the day-to-day, the mundane, man. Like the, my boy Mel Venezuela, who's on the freeway right now listening, who forgot that he's on the five and he's stuck there. You know, um, a c- bunch of people who I know are police officers listening right now, the most stressful job out there, right? Dangerous, but they're making sure that, hey, we're entertaining them. So give them something on the Instagram, you know? Let them know. Yeah. No, this is a good idea. Them, this is a good idea. And, you know, and then let me know on the stories. That's what you want to do. You don't have to be all on the feed. The stories is what you want to be. Okay, stories. You want more stories. Well, then also don't be like Mason, who just gives you that little tiny dot line. That's okay. Like, you don't want that either. No, I don't want that. I no, don't want that. You just want to give us. The, you want to give people just enough to say, "Man, I wish I was Scott Kaplan." Really? I don't know, man. In real life, I don't think anybody wants to be me. Oh no, of course not. But they want to like have. <laughs> you just want to present. Look, look you this. haven't posted on your story in twenty hours. That's probably true. So, I don't really post on my story. I just kind of um, stories click on is where the... it's at, man. Oh, it is. Yeah, like, all the kids run the stories. That's all they watch. Okay, that's lit. Oh, don't. Oh my god, you were doing so good. You were so good. Well, sometimes I use age-inappropriate language because my kids, you know, teach me these new words. You know, I mean. <laughs> You ever think that maybe your kids are just messing with you? Like, they're teaching you the words from a couple years ago? They teach me the words, and then when I use them, they're like, don't say that. They're teaching you the words that they're not using anymore. Yeah, probably so. Well, sometimes, though, they'll teach me the words, and then I'll just grind the word into the ground in all of about 30 or 40 seconds. I'll just use it over and over and over again, and then they just stop using the words, you know? Oh, you're that guy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like when my 15-year-old calls me bro. Once she calls me bro, that's it. I call her bro over and over and over and over again. Don't do that. Right, and that's what she says. She says, don't do that. She says, don't do that. All right, Beto Duran is in the house. We got a lot we want to get to today. I'll tell you a couple things on my mind, and I know we'll get to it here in the next couple hours as we lead into Lakers versus Pelicans. One, LeBron and AD, we're on watch. Are these guys coming back? We'll get there. The A.J. Pollock for Craig Kimball trade that the Dodgers pulled off today, we'll get there as well. Plus, Beto, I know I want to hear what you think about what the Rams did earlier this week. And as we're going to wrap up the week, the week started with, and maybe we'll have an opinion here at the end of the week, with the slap heard around the world. We'll get to all of this. We're just getting rolling. Beto's in the house. You were so good. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yeah, it's Friday afternoon here on Sedano and Cap. We're going to lead you right up to Lakers basketball. What a monster game tonight is. That is if you think that the Lakers still care or if you think that the Lakers are still trying to make the plan. So that makes it a huge game tonight. Beto, what do you think? 
I think yeah, you're talking over Ramon Ayala, which you're not supposed to be doing, man. Oh, is, is that it, like El Rey de la Cordeón? I was like, wait, does he not hear the music? What's <laughs> happening right now? Yeah, I hear it, but what? What am I, is there like a rule or something I should know about? I know, it's just a jam. It's a Friday, man. You let him. Hey, Cap. Yeah. Know your audience, man. Know the city. So, there's people in the car going, "What? This is on ESPN. All right, cool. All right." So just let's turn it up then. Let me let me take nah, a little, it. The moment ya pasó. Es una baraja de oro, right? So I heard. Correct. You know, people oh, are asking cool. me that's now. That's cool, but, Cap. I know. Did they play this in Laredo where you're at? Laredo. Laredo. Yeah, Laredo's in Texas. Yeah, Laredo's yeah. in Mexico. Where's that at? It's a whole different deal, man. Laredo, uh, like Loreto? No. Yes. Yes. Like Loreto. Right. It's in Baja. See. Si. Oh, you went down there. Oh, man, you got money, bro. No, nah, man. <laughs> you did? You went down there to, oh, uh, yeah, Baja California. No, I have, I had no money. Let me tell you what happened. Would this you go to La Paz first? No, no, no. La Paz is way further south. No. Now, how'd you get there? I flew. There's like probably one plane that goes there. were like 14 people, right? I think that there's only like one flight in the entire country of Mexico that goes to Loreto, and that's from TJ. Oh, uh, you're by Isla Carmen. Oh, man. You know what? Cap. <laughs> Across the Gulf of Mexico, mm-hmm. that's Los Mochis. They're Sinaloa, man. Like, you got to be careful what you're doing down there, Cap. Oh, dude, you don't even understand. You want to hear a crazy story? I, I believe it. Dude. You're going Narcos 3 right here. Well, so listen to this. So I, I'm in the airport. I'm in the TJ airport, and I literally have no cash on me, none. I got no money, right? And I decide to go to the ATM machine, and it gives me the option do you want this in Spanish or do you want this in English? And I just felt like, you know what? Like, if, if I want the challenge, I'll do it in Spanish. But just let's make it easy right now. I'll do it in English. So I put in, like I told you, I said I need 500 bucks. I had no cash on me at all. And I put in 500 and when it comes out, it comes out as 500 pesos. So I'm walking around literally with $20, you know? I walk through the security, and here I am, like, stupid California guy, right? And I... I had a couple things in my, uh, my, my, my suitcase that I was taking down there for some fun, you know? And they found it immediately. Like, they must have seen me coming from a mile away. Like, you think? Like, look at this guy. Look at Let this. Let me guess. Uh, tank top, flip-flops, board shorts, getting on the plane, right? Not exactly, but, I mean, still, like, still very, I mean, very, very obvious, like, middle Sunday age. swagger. Yeah, like just just looking like a middle aged white guy. That's all. That's all, Beto. Right. So so um, I go and I put my luggage through, and this young lady who's working security, she says, "Um, sir, can I see your? Can you open your bag?" And so I have my backpack, and she's like, "No, no, no, not that one. Your suitcase." I'm like, "My suitcase? What's going on?" So she looks through it, and she finds what she's looking for, which is what I was trying to hide, not knowing, of course, the entire time, like you can't bring that here. <laughs> You cannot bring that here. Now, remember, I've just gone to the ATM machine where I needed $500 in cash. I got $500 in pesos. So she tells me on the spot, she was, you have broken the law in the country of Mexico. And I'm like, now Why? I'm starting. Oh, yeah, dude, now I'm, now I'm starting to get nervous. Like, I'm starting to get really scared. Like, uh-oh, I'm going to find myself in a TJ prison. You'll never hear from me again, you know? So she says to me, your two choices are these. You either, A, turn around, go back to the United States, and do not try and enter Mexico for 48 hours. That's choice A. Or behind door B, your choice is to pay your fine right now, and all will be forgiven. No more. You got hustled, bro. That's what it's called in Mexico. You got hustled. Hustled. 
pay the fine and you paid the fine, didn't yeah. you? Cap. The yeah. Like, you're lucky you only took out the 20 bucks, man. He got they hustled. Took everything you well, got. Yeah. You, well, all the years of you going to Mexico, you didn't know this? Well, what do you think? You, when you say I got hustled, you think that they saw me at the ATM machine and they're like, see that yes. white guy right there? 100%. He just went to the ATM no, machine. They would have stopped you no matter what, Cap. Right. That's what I'm saying. Or they were stopping me no matter what. You got money. They knew that. They did? Yeah. They saw me coming, man. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they gave you a, a citation, right? Like, oh, here you go. Well, oh, here's, they took that money straight to the pocket, man. Yeah, so here's, here's what happened. So this young lady says to me, she goes, um, okay, we have a problem here. Because she went through every pocket of every article of clothing that I had in my suitcase, right? Yeah. So she says, we have a problem here. I'm going to have to get my... Because um, she's waiting for you to say, hey, cuánto, how much? Well, that's not what I said. She, she told me, she, she, she called another person over, and now the other person speaks English. She says, sir, um, you have you've broken the law in the country of Mexico. And I'm like, um, by doing what? And she's like, well, with what you have in your suitcase. And I'm like, what? What, what is that? It's not a big deal. What, 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 is it a problem? She's like, yeah, see, five feet over there, you can have that. That's California. Here, where you are right now, this is Mexico. Yeah, right. So I said, well, okay, so what's up? And she said, here are your choices. You can either, A, turn around and go back to the United States, do not try and enter the country of Mexico for 48 hours, or... Okay, 48 hours, yeah. Okay, right. yeah, let me, let me be honest about that. Yeah, right. Or... Cross yeah, the other come on, I thought you were smarter than this. Well, dude, listen, man, I got, I got the, the, the Mexican TSA all over me. I'm starting yeah, to get a little worried. Yeah, like, I'm going to jail here, Beto. That's what you got. You have the TSA. That's what you got. Come on, Cap. Everybody knows you go to Mexico, they're going to stop you. They're going to get, yep. they're going to, they want to bribe. It's simple as that. All those years of you going down there. I mean, you got all the friends that live in San Diego, right? Like, you've never heard the stories of, oh, I got into a fight in TJ. Oh, just give the guy 20 bucks and you're, you're okay? Well, that's not what happened. So, uh, no fight. And no twenty bucks. So this young girl says to me, she goes, "I got to go get my supervisor." And, Cap, and that's the third say, hey. person. That's right. She's like, "Hey, here, here's thirty. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I don't need a supervisor. So Keep now, it for yourself." Now this other lady comes over, and the other lady speaks English. The, the first girl doesn't speak any English. All of a sudden, now, she speaks English, huh? And I'm trying to speak like a little bit of Spanish, and it's not going well for me at all. And my girlfriend, who's with me, is going, "Um, hello. Like, are we going to miss our flight here?" And I'm saying to her, "I'm going, babe." Calm down, would you please? I, I'm not going to jail here. And TJ, please calm down, right? So now I'm trying to calm down my girlfriend. I'm trying to talk to the girl in Spanish, but I only speak about twenty percent Spanish. And now she goes and gets her associate. Associate comes over. Woman says to me, "Sir, you have broken the law in Mexico." And I said, "What did I do?" Hey, did you break the law in Mexico? I don't think so. Or at least you've I said didn't it like so. five <laughs> times. Like so, yeah. I'm like, what? right? So, so, so now she tells me again, pay the fine. Pay the so the the fine the fine you pay, no problem. High five. Go have a nice trip. Okay, don't pay the fine. Turn around. Go home. Don't try and come back. How much was the fine? Whatever you had in your pocket, twenty bucks. No, because remember I got five hundred pesos. But so that's you all gave I her five hundred pesos. No, that's they didn't want pesos. You know what they wanted? They want cash. They want American, American cash. Money. Yeah, Duh. American cash. Yeah, right. So she says this to me. You talk about getting hustled. She followed you to the ATM. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> like you're at the strip club. They she, follow you to the ATM. The, the, the Make it rain, me, baby. Make it rain. <laughs> she told me. She told me she was. It's going to cost you money to to buy your way out of this. How much do you suppose it's going to cost me to be allowed to go into Mexico now? With this, I've told you I've got a couple things in my pockets, not in, in my bag, that are. What'd you give her? Hundred bucks. Okay, hundred dollars. Laura, you want to take a guess? Three hundred. No. Okay, Lindsay, guess. Fifty bucks. $50, okay. First, the person tells me $150. So she says, but you're going to have to walk over here to the window with me. Now, remember, oh, I have no... 
I just have no, give her a hundred and get out of there. Right. So I have no. Scott, but I have no, next time. Boom. Here, slide the hand. In, there you go, homie. All so right, how much did go. you end up giving her, Cap, okay. or giving them? Right. So so I said a hundred. They told me a hundred and fifty. So I said to my girlfriend, I go, listen, give me 150 bucks. I don't have any cash. I told you. I had to go to the ATM. Gosh, I got she here. She pulled the money out. Here's right 50. That's all I got. Boom. Right. Let's go. So, so, so I go back. I go over to this window with this woman. She's like filling out some kind well, of she paperwork. She give you a receipt for the bribe? Right. Oh, dude. Some kind of nonsense paperwork she's filling dude, out, right? Come on. They're never going to give you anything. She Wait. She writes on the back of the piece of paper. Like, she doesn't say it. She writes it. $250. She, she writes, writes, sucker. She writes $250. I said to her, I said, wait a second. I said, your associate over there just told me 150 bucks. She goes, okay, now come back with me. So now she's going to walk me back. I'm like, okay, something's get, something's going wrong here. This doesn't feel right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now text, it doesn't feel right. Right. She texts her, her associate. She goes, Scott, how much was it? you should have just gone back uh, to the United States and walked into another line. Thank you. I was going to say, just go to they're a like, different go, go line. Hey, no problem. I'm going to go to a different line. Because they're too busy busting other people. I never thought about that, guys. I never thought about that. Ultimately, here's the deal. Is your first time going to Mexico or what? No, but it was the first time I ever got stopped for okay, having so how, nothing. How much so did you end up paying? Yeah. 250 smackaroos. Uh, no way. Dude, my friend is from and Mexico. And you still went on the plane? Yeah. You still yeah. on the trip? Yeah. Man. Yeah. So all that, and you still made your plane? Correct. Cool. Did you have a good time? Had a great time. See, that's what you should put on your Instagram. That would be interesting. Right? right? Hey, check this out. In TJ, they're trying to get me here. <laughs> How much? They're dual, like, as Sedano would say, dual pull, pull. How much should I pay her to bribe this lady? That, that Now is that's good funny. content. Now that would have been great content. You're right. I should have immediately gone to an Instagram live. Immediately. Yeah. I'd be like, hey, mm-hmm. uh, mi amigos, how much do I pay her? In your experience. Come on. She would have been like, oh, pasele, por favor, por yeah. aquí. <laughs> that's good. I wow. Like that. I like the, the Scott Adventures. Aventuras de Scott. Dude, don't feel bad though, Scott. My friend is from Mexico. He grew up in Monterrey. We went to Cancun and he got hustled four hundred bucks. Really? Cancun, For what? Man. What did he do? No Nothing. Problem. He literally like we got pulled over because he was supposedly drunk driving and it wasn't mm-hmm. true. He was mm-hmm. the only sober one. Mm-hmm. And the guy goes, he's like, he's like, oh, I'm from Mexico. He always travels with his Mexican ID when we go over there. And the guy's like, I don't care. I know you're from the United States. Like, yeah, we know pay you up. got money. Yeah, he's like, pay up. We know you got money. He's like, Simple damn. Man. So yep. that just expect to go get hustled. Yeah, simple as that. We got hustled this weekend <laughs> in TJ. You did? Yeah. What do you mean? Tell me. Well, I mean, I was kind of stranded. It's a whole thing because I had a family emergency and I had to go pick up my mom down there. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know how to drive in TJ like oh, that. Dude, oh, dude. Driving in TJ is yeah. a whole different deal. Yeah. Trying to get <laughs> out of the lines and all that stuff. I keep getting back to the global entry line, which I have global entry, so it's fine. But my mom doesn't. She can't so be in the car. She can't be in the car because oh. I'm going to get fined. Yep. So the guy's like, look, yeah, yeah. the guy's like, look, I don't want to find you. So just get out of this line. I'm like, dude, it reroutes me. And then this, this taxi guy's like, Hey, do you need to go to the line? I got you. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, bro. How much is it going to cost me? And he's like, well, you know, I was like, I got 10 bucks. He's like, yeah, that's not going to cut it. I was like, all right, I'll give you 20. Just get me out of here. He's like, all right, let's go. There it is. Yeah. But I know, but I know. Yeah. You know, yeah, I got hustled. I got hustled. And, And I'll tell you guys, honestly, like if I was by myself, and they told me You'd turn still around. Be arguing with them, Scott. No, no, you I would, would have still gone be home. There. Oh, no, Beto, I, Beto, I promise you. Be going up and up because you kept on talking. No, Beto, I'm telling you, I would have gone home. Like I, if I was oh, by myself, you Beto, There's I'm no telling way. you, if I no. was by myself, you would have kept arguing. No. And say no, no, I'm telling you, if I was by myself, I would have no. turned around and gone home because you had the hotel, you had the flight, you weren't going nowhere. But it was my girlfriend who, Rachel. like, mm-hmm. I, she was like, no, we're going, we're paying for this, and we're going. We are you. 
No, well, us. She got together. the money, bro. She got yeah, money, though. Right. She, she, she good. She, she, she was the one who paid the fine. She paid the fine. She paid the fine. All right, stick around. We're just getting rolling here on a Friday afternoon. Like I said, we're going to talk about LeBron and AD. Oh, Are I they got a playing? great story about LeBron and AD. It happened last night at the bar with my boy Matt Salas, man. People want me to tell you this. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. Right. I was going to tell you a whole bunch of other things we're going to get to. I don't want to. No, all I want to hear about is your story about LeBron and AD. No, 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 not me and LeBron. With the with your listeners, when I told them I'm working with you, I met this guy at the bar, and he's like, "Oh, you tell Cap this." Okay. All right. Can't wait to hear it. It's legit. Yeah. Okay. Stick around, everybody. Beto is in for Sedano with Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Well, Selena? I've been cleaning all day. Yeah. So it's just like the, you know, it's part of the playlist. It's, it's been music in my head. to clean, musica yep. para limpiar. Cap, what do you clean the house to? What kind of jams? Pretty much uh, the Red Hot Chili Pepper Station on Pandora. Don't laugh at me. Don't judge me because I use Pandora. You do whatever you want, man. As long as you get the tunes, you do whatever you want, man. Yeah, I've got a, a Red Hot Chili Pepper station going on Pandora right now, and that's kind of what I do. That's what you clean the house to? Yeah. All right. You know, Selena, the, I went to the Selena statue to pay my respects in Corpus mm-hmm. a few years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, the home of uh, Whataburger. So, you know, what do you think about Whataburger? You like it? It's whatever. It's like a Texas Jack in a Box, man. Good you know shakes, what? though. Good shakes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Never yeah, been. yeah. Yeah, there's no, you ain't missing much at uh, Whataburger. I, I went to like at 2 in the morning. I had a... Uber driver named Wildman, who <laughs> I was in, I kid you, myself, uh, Jessica Rosales, we were in, in Texas working a, a fight uh, a few years ago, and the night before, you know, it was corporate, there's nothing to do, it was like a Wednesday. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. And uh, we, we were like, oh, go to Whataburger. We, first of all, we went to a bar where they gave us a Shiner Bach and a shot, and I was like, all right. Well, yeah, I ordered like a Heineken, they're like, we don't have that here. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> Shiner Bach, all right. And then we went to Whataburger. Oh, no, we don't have that here. Two in the morning, our Uber driver, his name was Wild Man. And he's like, oh, because I, I was wearing an L.A. Kings t-shirt on. Nice. He's like, oh, you're from L.A? He goes, oh, you know, oh, yeah, what are you doing here? We're, like, We're in f- time for a fight. Oh, I'll see you tomorrow at the fight. I'm an usher. All right. Oh. So he was like the main usher down on the floor. And I was like, yeah, all right, cool. Wild Man. So when he was driving, his hair was all flowing, right? <laughs> and then at the fight, his hair was his ponytail slicked back. He was Slick. all professional. Yeah, he was probably <laughs> Walter then or something. But yeah, it was cool. But yeah, no, that, those are... Uh, Musica Palimpia, you know, the, the Saturday morning jams. Yeah. That's like when, uh, for the Mexican culture, Latino culture, Saturday morning, your mom wakes up. Five in on, the morning. She puts on some music, some cumbias or whatever, and it's just mm-hmm. like, man, those are the songs that 
your mom would be cleaning to, and then he wakes you up, and you're like, you better start doing it. Or if you're older and you're hungover, hey, let's go. Yep. You're like, man, what are we doing here? I still have the eckies on my hand from the night before. Yep. So, yeah. Stickers. <laughs> they, they make, your mom makes sure to get the... Oh, Lindsay, yeah. what do you clean to? Uh, I listen to podcasts when I clean. Oh, that's not fun. You're not like mopping and like grooving? You can't do that till I'm listening. No. Oh. I, I usually get like a good two episodes in. Like Lindsay's like one. Lindsay's somebody who like only watches documentaries, listens to podcasts. Yeah, that's her thing, man. She's smart, man. That's I don't she's only smart. watch documentaries, yeah. but that's my favorite genre. Yeah. I like to learn while I'm while I'm entertaining myself. I like to be educated as well. Nah. Understood. So Beto Duran oh. is in today for Sedano. It's Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN, and we are leading you up until 6 o'clock tonight when the Laker pregame takes over. And the Lakers tonight against the Pelicans, and every game is just magnified, and it's just that much bigger. And then last night's another disaster, and there's no LeBron and no AD, and we'll figure out what's going to happen as the show goes on because we expect at some point the Lakers are going to give us an idea of LeBron and AD and their status tonight. But, Beto, you were saying before the break that you ran into some guys in the bar, told them you are going to be on the air today. What happened? All right, so last night my boy Matt Salas calls me. Uh kid who actually coached when he was like 10 years old, right? So now he's in his 30s, his own family. He's like, hey, I'm at the bar by the house. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll show up. And then uh, my boy Josh calls. So it's like a bunch of guys just hanging out at the local hotel bar. I'm like, cool. I walk in there, you know, just there. And then Laker game's on in the background. And there's probably about 10 of them. You know, softball night. So these guys just got done playing softball. They're hanging out. And nobody's watching the Laker game. It's the fourth quarter. Nobody's watching it. I'm like, you, normally, these are like your P1 listeners, guys mm-hmm. who are – hardcore, who listen all day long, who know their sports, they know what's up, and they're smart sports fans. But I've always said uh, Dodger fans or Laker fans hold the team to higher standards because they expect more from them. And these are guys, Cap, who would buy the jersey, who have everything, right? Nobody's watching this game. I'm like, man, like that says a lot. This is your core audience. And there's in the corner, there's this one guy who's kind of watching it, but he's nursing his drink, and I don't know this guy. And he's looking up at the game, and he just shakes his head a lot, you know. And then finally, at the end of the game, uh, Matt it tells me he's like, "Oh yeah, Bethel's gonna be on radio tomorrow with Scott Kaplan on ESPN." And the guy's like, "Oh, for real? Okay." And he just stays quiet, you know. I, and I never tell anybody where I work or what I do. These are like friends, and but there's like some of the guys I didn't know. And then the the game ends up. They, then they show like uh, I see your tweet about how the Lakers post game show is your favorite thing with Worthy mm-hmm. and Geeter. Mm-hmm. And I look at that, and they as you're tweeting that. They show it on the screen. And this guy, Rob, just goes, man, out of nowhere. Real quiet guy. Seems like he's really cool. This team has got my blood pressure up. I go to anger management, and the Lakers are ruining my anger management classes. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. I'm like, I don't know you, guy, right? And, like, <laughs> like, and I just look, and I'm, I start laughing. And I tell Matt, who's sitting next to me, and I'm like, dude, I'm going to say that. I whisper, I'm like, I'm going to say that on the radio tomorrow. And he like, tells the guy, hey, he's going to say that on the radio tomorrow. <laughs> and he's like, okay, cool. For real, tell him. I have anger management classes. I was fine until I watched the Lakers. So the Lakers right now are ruining Rob and everybody else's anger management classes. They're getting everybody through the roof. And I see it because normally when I watch a game, and I only watch like half of them now, I'm by myself or I watch it with my son, whatever. I, I've yet to go to watch a game with fans because of the pandemic and you know there's no need i don't like going to bars and watching games because you also hear a lot of stupid things that people are saying oh they should trade lebron for whatever you know stuff like that mm-hmm. yesterday was like smart sports fans who were talking and they're just fed up with this team 
And it's been a while since I've been around fans who actually respect their opinion. Man, these guys yesterday, Cap, when you sent that tweet, oh, I wish Cap was here right now to like talk to these guys, to actually talk to the audience, the guys who listen, who are shaking their heads. And man, I've, it's been a while. And remember, I covered the Splish Parker games. So I, it's been a while since I've heard some frustration from Jody Meeks fans, right? You know, or, you know those guys <laughs> where it's like you have so many future Hall of Famers on this team. And you can enjoy it if you're the you know Joe Lunchpail guy who goes to work and like you're gonna ruin this. And there was another guy who uh, he works graveyard and he left. He left in a bad mood, not because he had to go to work, because he was watching the Laker game. You know, yeah. it was just it was it was cool to be there to see these guys how they're interacting. But at the same time, once they heard that where I'm gonna work at on Friday, who I'm working with, they they let me know to say what to say. So all the views and opinions were from the guys with the double tree at Carson yesterday, man. <laughs> let me know, man. What up, Rob? Hopefully I, I told your story right. <laughs> That's great. Listen, I, I, I last night I said to myself, you know what? I'm kinda done with this. I, I why do I spend so much of my time watching the Lakers play? You know, it's Thursday evening uh, my daughter was in her first ever varsity track meet. So oh, I'm like, nice. as soon as we got off the air, I flew over to the track meet. And of course, Beto, I missed the 100, the 200, the 4 by 100, the long jump. I missed every event that the kid was in. And I was bummed out. And I went to meet with my girlfriend, and we were going to have some dinner. And normally, I will annoy the hell out of my girlfriend by putting on the game on my phone. And last night, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be present. I'm going to be here. I was getting like the end of quarter, uh, you know, uh, push notifications from the Lakers app that they're down, they're down. And I'm like, I'm not doing this. But I got home in time to probably the last five, six, seven minutes of the game. And that's when I sent out that tweet like, good. Thank goodness this game is over because now I want to see the postgame press conferences because I figured everybody was going to get on them last night. We might have more Russell Westbrook kind of, you know, postgame fireworks. Dude, they rolled out Trevor Ariza, lame. They put out Dwight Howard, boring. And then they came back with Russell Westbrook, nothing. I mean, even the postgame press conferences were boring last night. You know what else? Uh, when I was in Chula Vista the other day with my boy Ace of SoCal, the Laker game came on. They are playing Dallas. And, and Tony's a big, smart sports fan. I actually steal a lot of his tweets is because he's funny, right? He should be working here. And he's also a guy who has his normal 9 to 5, but what I realized this week about watching Laker games with fans, we, I'm saying here as the people who are hosting shows, we complain too much about how bad this team is. And we we have the luxury to say, I don't want to watch this. Why are we watching this? Because we have to do it for work, right? Well, we, we're a bunch of crybabies too, us hosts. Because sitting there with the fans, it kind of gave me the perspective yesterday of, I need to shut up and complain about a bad team. Because the fans yesterday, the guys I was with, where they're watching this because they live and die with their team because it's a chance for them to escape you know, their job. It's a chance to escape from home and the pressures of society, whatever it is that they may be going through. Those two hours is just a chance. Even if your team sucks, you can complain about it, right? It, it's something, it's an escape. For us, I think we forget that it's supposed to be entertainment. I think we forget that, hey, it could, we're supposed to entertain the fan also. So I can get why we get into that trap of ourselves of complaining about everything when sometimes you just want to sit back, have a beer, and watch the game. And it might be a bad team. It might be a bad product. But we need that escape. And that's what I caught myself yesterday doing, like listening and watching to these guys mm -hmm. because they all went to work. Then they went and played softball. You know, softball and I, you hang out with the boys, mm -hmm. whatever. Then you're watching the game afterwards. And you you might not be as invested in them right now because they might miss the playoffs. But there's still an opportunity to 
have you escape your day-to-day life and i think i'm guilty of it as much as everybody else we're like ah these guys suck i ain't gonna watch it let's just hack on whoever it is so uh, that's part of what I missed during the pandemic, being able to watch games with fans. And I, th- this week, the perspective, because I, I was out in Chula Vista, and this one dude was complaining about the Lakers put up a bad product. And then they're like, well, why are you still watching? He's like, oh, I got to watch the Lakers. And that's yeah. the attitude. <laughs> you got to watch the Lakers because you've been a fan. And you and Laker fans are some of the most loyal fans mm-hmm. ever. They are diehard. I, I got to watch them because you're going to be ride or die with them. You know, it, it, you can't just jump off a Laker bandwagon. Nobody it's a vibe, that. man. Yeah, one of my man, best friends is a kid who grew up in Oxnard. And lifelong Laker fan loves this team, but hates this team. <laughs> you know, like, you know what? Loves, like hey. loves the Lakers. Okay, loves the Laker organization. Hates this particular mm-hmm. team. I don't know who Doesn't... said it last night, and hopefully, Mac can text me. The, one of the dudes last night said it. This isn't a Laker team. These guys aren't Lakers. I mean, I kind of get it now because it's like, okay, you know what? They are on the team, but I, the lack of effort. The lack of awareness, the lack of urgency, like your fans shouldn't want it more than you, right? You know, and that old stupid like, oh, because it come down, who wants it more? Like nobody, of course, both, both teams want to win, right? But man, you haven't seen that. I'm going to go die for that 50-50 ball. Like, why are you going to go give that extra percentage when, you know what? Let me uh, make sure I get my contract, right? There's no need to get hurt right now. Yeah, I mean, just last night, there's the sloppiness and the, like you say, lack of effort. You know, the half-ass passing that turns into intercepted passes, that turns into easy, you know, fast-break points. It's just like, you, you look at it and you go, come on, guys. Like, you're so sloppy. It just looks like you don't care. And, and to your point, it's like, do the fans care more than these guys? And yet, after the game, as I'm sitting there waiting to be entertained by the post-game press conferences, I'm convinced that the Lakers themselves, the players still kind of think that they're entitled to be in the postseason and that this play-in is automatic and it's going to happen. Because they, do, you today, know what, because they do believe in themselves. And having known Russell Westbrook since he was a junior in high school when I used to do his high school games, Russell's had that attitude of, I am going to get things done since he was then. And that's when Russell didn't even have any college offers when he was a junior at losing it, right? He believed in himself. And Russell still has that attitude of, I'm going to get it done. You can never fault Russell Westbrook for the effort. Maybe his shot selection, maybe the shot, but he's going to give you that effort every single moment he's on the on the floor. Like you can't yeah. question that. No, I'm not going to question his effort. Um, but like you said, whether it's shot selection or, I mean, there are times when Russell Westbrook is standing around watching rather than kind of jumping team, in. Cap, it's what that's the whole team. You see LeBron do that a lot too. You know what? Fair point. I'm not going to blame it all on Russell Westbrook. Your, your point is well made. There are a lot of guys that, that you – like LeBron, for example. There was somebody on ESPN did this full breakdown of where is LeBron because it's five on four. The Lakers don't have LeBron. He's standing down at the other end of the floor. So, yeah, I'm not going to put it all on Russ, but tonight's game is so huge. And, listen, if, if LeBron and AD come back, I'm expecting the Lakers to win and for the Lakers to try and go on some kind of a last-second run to get into this play-in – and if they don't come back tonight, I'm I'm out. I mean, no, you're not. You're well, I'm not addicted. Out. I'm I'm addicted, as in like I'll, I'll always be paying. You're attention out in on. what? As in like they're not going to make the playoffs. As in they're not going anywhere. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh-huh. well, no, but but don't you I mean, think they that can, if they get LeBron or AD, they can make a run? They could still make it into the play yes. in, which I know I talked about this the other day. Like they should just not even try to do that. Oh come on! All right, well hold on. Let's come talk on, about don't that. Be Stick- that guy. 
I'm always See, that guy. I've watched the guy. teams over the years to play. Like, oh, it's okay. We'll wait till next year. Nah, man. You want to compete. You want to have a chance to fight. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Hold man. that thought for one second. Beto Duran is in today to for Sedano. On Come on. This is Sedano and Cap. We're going to be in Friday form. Don't go anywhere. We're live on 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This is Cap. TJ Airport. All of a sudden, Beto Duran in today for Sedano. Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Hey, Beto, you know what I forgot to tell you when I was down in Loreto, Mexico? Loreto. Loreto. You know what my drink of choice was? A marg? A skinny marg? <laughs> you know I like a skinny marg without the salt on the rim, but yeah. no, no, no. Sangrita. What's that? Whoa! What's that? Sangrita? Sangria? I was going to say sangria. No, sangrita. Is it like a sangria and a margarita together? No. You guys don't know what a sangrita is? No. No. Sangrita is, um, this is a very popular liquid refreshment in Mexico City. And sangrita is like you you have, it's like like you have a shot of tequila in a shot glass. And you sip on it, but then next to the shot of tequila is the same glass, only it's filled with sangrita, which is like a, um, like it's kind of like sauce? a, oh, like that tomato juice kind of yeah. thing? Like a tomato juicy yeah. sort of a thing. Yeah. And so when yeah. you sip on the tequila, then you sip on the sangrita, and it is uh, mucho delicioso. So why not just drink the tequila? Yeah, man? I was going to say drink it straight. You do it both. That's the way it's done. By the way, when I was down there, Mi amigo Enrique, he was the one who ordered the sangrita. And I was like, you know what, Enrique? I haven't had a sangrita in a really long time. I'm having that, too. So that's what I was drinking, sangrita. It's like uh, tomato juice and, like, spices, right? Yeah. So it's like a little michelada, kind of. Yeah. Michelada mix kind of thing. Kind of like that, yeah. But then if you have too much of that, don't you feel a little, eh? Well, I mean, you're just drinking. You're sipping on the tequila, and then you're just kind of chasing it. I've seen that. I'd rather just sip on the tequila like, that was really get a, good. Get a good tequila. That's all you need. I don't know. It uh, feels actually. You know what? You like this? When uh, I was down in Chula Vista at the getting mariscos, I forget where we went, but it was in Chula. Uh, my our group chat. We're like, oh, you guys are down there. So they sent me uh, Venmo and uh, me and my boy Ace. We had a a shot of uh, Reserva de la Familia. It's like a thirty five dollars shot. Mm-hmm. Now nice and neat. They don't need anything on the side. Just sip it smooth. So if you get a good tequila. That's all you need, man. You don't need all that stuff on the side. Well, we were drinking Don Julio Reposado, and then we had the sangrita on the side. Don Julio Reposado? Okay, so, yeah. I mean, do you ever do tequila and squirt? No, tell me what that is. Oh, come on now. Laura, tequila squirt? That's all you need right there. That's all you need right there, Cap. Get tequila, mm-hmm. a little dash of squirt over oh, some squirt's ice. Oh, squirt a drink. No, okay, squirt. no squirt. Tequila and squirt. Come on. Man. I don't drink soda anymore. So. I want to get out of here with that. So just straight. <laughs> just drink it straight, bro. It's, you're not drinking soda. You're drinking tequila and squirt. So don't, no, no, it's, no, it's no, 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 no. Just drink it straight. 
All you need is Michelada Time, who's the matchmaker at Golden Boy. That's our guy. So he's listening right now. He agrees. You know, he's right. He said, you're good. Uh, you know, tequila squirt is like a nice little paloma. You ever oh, get palomas that? are good. Damn, missiles. Oh, man. I'm telling you right now, uh, you guys are underestimating what I now know as very authentic, and that is a sangrita, and I'm sticking with it. Yeah, sangrita's a little fancy, man. It is? Well, you're a fancy guy. You think so? Oh, Just own it. All right. Yeah, All right. Yeah. You know what? I'm feeling kind of fancy. Yeah. I'm a little fancy guy. All right. So hold on. Let me get back to this, though, with you, because earlier in the week, I, I came on the air, and I'm like, you know what? The Lakers are so bad, and without LeBron and AD, they literally have no chance to be even decent. So you know what? With LeBron's knee and his ankle and AD in this you know, two seasons of injury-filled stuff, you know what the Lakers ought to do? They ought to just shut it down and forget oh, about stop it. stop it. Now, wait a second. So, doing, so, don't tell me you're doing like a typical radio bit like, hey, we should shut it down. Well, so You listen, don't really so, believe that, do so, you? Well, so the callers are calling, Beto. And I'm telling you right now, it's 90% of people saying, yeah, they should shut it down because go into the offseason, get healthy, try Stop and fix it. this roster, and Stop then it. and then move on. But I will tell oh, you. Let's just mail it in? Yeah, that's kind of that's what everybody was saying. Well, okay, don't. Why do you play sports? To win, right? You play to win the game. Right? You want to win. Why do you fight? You say you're a boxing fan, right? Yeah. Why do you guys get into a fight? You know there's fights sometimes where the guy's undefeated, the guy's like, have 15 losses, right? So you say, ah, oh, he's got a better record than me. I'm not going to get in there. All you need is a puncher's chance, man. If you have belief in yourself, if you have any kind of doubt, if, why would you ever just say, you know what? Mm, I'm just going to pack it in, and we're going to wait till next year. Next year's not promised. Nothing's promised. Why don't you give yourself at least an opportunity to fail and come up short instead of saying, eh. I just did a, uh, I do a lot of career days. I go to a lot of different high schools here in LA Unified School District, right? And all I ever tell these kids is, you may not, whatever you want to do in your life, Dream big and get after it. The only person who's going to stop you is you, right? You're going to have the hating theas. You're going to have all these family members telling you you can't do this, you can't do that. Believe in yourself and at least try and fail instead of saying, uh, well, making excuses of why you didn't even compete. Well, look, uh, my why point. Would you, why would you ever? Scott, you were a Division One athlete. You've raised Division One and collegiate athletes. Why would you ever come up with the, that attitude with your kids? No. So why would you have that with the Lakers? Well, let me tell you a quick story, as a matter of fact. I can remember. Make sure it's quick. Yeah, I'm going to try. I can remember about my junior year of college, we were terrible. I mean, just things, everything fell apart, you know? Like, we started the season off. I think we were 5-0. and oh, We got up to, like, number three or four in the country. Things were going great. All of a sudden, everything fell apart. Lost four or five straight games. And I remember we were running. We were, like, uh, in a team practice, and we were running around the field. And I remember one of the dudes on the team, my man, Alexius Perkins, who's from L.A., who's probably listening this afternoon, and Lex said, guys, why are we practicing when we're just going to lose? And I went, bro, we, what do you mean we're just going to lose? We, we, we can't just give up. But what I'm saying about the Lakers is this is a lost season. This is one of those years where everything Scott, but went But if you have wrong. a chance to get into the playoffs, right? If you have a chance to get in the playoffs, don't you go for it? Yes. Then what are you arguing against? You just said to pack it up, but if you have a chance in the playoffs, you don't? You do. So which one do you want? Well, earlier in the week, I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm giving the freedom of, of changing of my mind. Earlier in the week, what my the thought... Hell? What, 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 well, listen, hold on. Hear me out. Earlier in the week, now I was I know going, what the listeners feel like. Earlier in the week, I was like, dude, pack it in. 
Like, just just go ahead and forget about it, you know? Right. It's, a, it's a bad year. LeBron's hurt. AD's hurt. You got to start thinking about the long term. You know, you got to think about okay, next yeah, year, yeah, yeah. right? If you're five games away, ten games away, but you're right there. Well, you get last into the playoff night, game and you get hot. You never know. But but last night, and I'm was, not a guy who thinks the Lakers have a shot. Yeah. But still, give me a chance to land one big haymaker, man. Well, last night I was watching these post game press conferences, and while I I was bored by Trevor Ariza uh, and Dwight Howard and, and, you know, Russ didn't give me anything entertaining last night. While I was bored by the post-game press conferences, what I took away from it was this. As much as I feel like they ought to just forget about it because they're not going anywhere, I definitely did not get the sense from the players that they are like, yeah, forget it. We're done. We're, of we're over. Of course not. They're professionals. Yeah. But I, so, so then last they believe night, in themselves. They're the ones who are in there every single day. They're not listening to us. But they're 31 they're and 45. And, like, they know who they and, are, and, and they know how bad are, the season's been. These guys been. are alpha males who believe that their ability is better than anybody on the court. They still believe that. That's why they're the 1% of the 1% that get to this level, because they still have that belief that I'm going to get things done. They may be delusional at times, but they still have that. And if you catch the right team in a one-game playoff and you get into a series, why not? Well, the Lakers got to win if they make it into the play-in. They would have to win two. And as you know, they have not won two games in a row since early January. So it just looks like everything's against them. But, but give, again, but give me again, a chance to at least fight, Scott. Well, I'll give you a chance if LeBron and AD come back. It doesn't matter. Give me anybody a chance to fight. It doesn't matter. Well, re- without LeBron and AD, they got no chance at all. Okay, but at least give me into the game. At least give me. At least let me get my butt kicked instead of watching somebody else fight. Well, tonight against New Orleans, a team that has kind of beat up on the Lakers as the year has gone on. Seriously, like you got to think. Again, I don't think the Lakers are going to do much. But damn, at least let me get beat up. Yeah. Well, hey, we're still waiting on word from the Lakers. Will LeBron and AD play tonight? And if you're AD, I mean, you're trying to come back. This team needs you so badly, and you're playing against your former team. I mean, if he's going to come back tonight would be the night if he's capable of doing it. All right, stick around. Laura's got what you need to know. And, Beto, I need your opinion on something that happened on this show yesterday. We're going to need a follow-up, and I'm going to need a strong opinion, which I know you're going to bring us. Stick around, everybody. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN.